into the online broadcast network. AfterBuzz TV. Over 20 million weekly downloads in over 150 countries. And your number one source for after show entertainment. <laughs> TV, the destination for TV superfans, producing aftershows for over 300 of your favorite TV shows, interviewing celebrities and showrunners, and bringing you behind-the-scenes exclusives. All thanks to E! Entertainment's Maria Menounos, producer Kevin Undergaro, and internet leader Akamai. Now, let the buzz begin! Carrie be giving us these worship songs. Yeah. Like, we, t- we need to Where's go in. Like to the- <laughs> yeah, no, hey, I'm not. Trust, you even trust me. Trust me. No, I'm with it. I'm just saying. I'm just, you know, we need upbeat next time. I gave you an upbeat last week, but I think sometimes we just got to slow down and just worship. We did have upbeat. That's the base of it all. We don't take time every week just to worship. I don't know what you're doing. I don't know what. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for tuning in to the Preachers of Detroit After Show. Uh, we always welcome to uh, come in and join us. Uh, of course, you want to make sure that you tune in uh, and subscribe to us on um, iTunes, uh, also uh, on YouTube at backslash uh, AfterBuzz TV, uh, and follow us there. Uh, I'm your host Lim Gonzalez, and you can follow me always at the Poet Saint, and that's on uh, Twitter and Instagram. Uh, Mr. Patrick Paul, Paul, where can they find hey, you? Hey sir? guys, this is Patrick Paul. You can find me at Twitter, Patrick Paul Paul. That's P A T R I C, okay? Paul Paul. Instagram, Patrick Paul. Holla at your boy. So glad to see you today, Patrick. <laughs> you, um, missed his last on Resurrection right. Sunday. It was Easter. Thank you guys Sunday. for tuning in. I am Gary Thomas. Of course, you can find me on Instagram and Twitter at I am Gary Thomas. I am GaryThomas.com as well. Awesome. So let's get into this episode. Um, there was a lot going on. Um, I want to start with uh, Bishop Langston oh. and what was going on with him, uh, with the gentleman that had been a member of his church. Uh, his name is Anthony. And he basically kind of, you know, strayed away a little bit. And at this point in time, he was locked up, but he was having some issues um, there. Uh, and basically, Bishop um, went over, uh, Langston went over to his family. So he talked to his uncle, his mother, his grandmother, his sister, uh, basically about what was going on and how he could help him. Uh, and I thought it was good because uh, we saw earlier kind of, in my opinion, uh, Bishop Langston was seemed to be very detached from mm-hmm. um, that portion of the city. Um, you know, he was, of course, he was bishop-elect at that time. Mm-hmm. He was, you know, um, vying for his bishop position, um, but it seemed like he had lost a little, I remember Pastor Bullock kind of calling him out, you know, saying that he drives past, past the, the city streets, and is yeah. bitly yeah. Uh, and doesn't really acknowledge anything or doesn't really reach out. So I don't know if that prompted this or if this was something that, you know, just was on his heart to do, uh, but, you know, he definitely went out, saw the family, and on top of that, you know, he talked to his wife about it, his wife counseled the family um, using her, you know, expertise that she's aware of, being a lawyer, things of that nature, her background. And then he even went, he volunteered to go pick him up from from the uh, prison there where he was. He was in jail for eight months, um, came out and it sounded like he was just, you know, had a new lease, lease on life. Uh, what do you think about the whole situation? I, I thought that, um, first of all, him and his wife seem to make a phenomenal team. Mm-hmm. They seem to be mm-hmm. very well, you know, coordinated when, when sure. they work together. And I like sure. that. I just like his wife. She's just an educated woman. She's mm-hmm. just, she's a, just a likable person. I thought that 
it was great. I like these moments that we see the bishops and the pastors actually ministering. We say a lot yeah. of their life, but sure. the most powerful thing of this it is preachers of Detroit. So it's good to see them in ministry and want to help people and reach out to people. I think that the situation may be a little bit more serious than it should have been not shown on TV. The spirit of suicide is so real and so serious that there's so much more that he has to do for this young man. And in TV, in this part, maybe it shouldn't have been seen. You know, maybe this is just really something he just needs to minister on. I did like to see, I, I, like I said, I like to see him minister, but I'm just so, you know, just my mind was, my mind and my spirit was on so many other things when they said that he had, you know, suicidal thoughts. But don't you think that it's good, a good situation to bring this? Uh, because, like, when we dealt with, I'm thinking of, um, you know, evangelist Dorinda Clark. Cole and her situation that she was talking about, uh, you know, with having um, a depression. And it was something that she said she's dealt with for a number of years and it would go, you know, come and go. Um, but it was something that she was seeking God for. I think in this particular situation with him showing that he, this is something he dealt with, this is an example where God can intervene and basically deliver somebody from that. Um, and if I, this is, this is the situation. You know, I was all for Dorinda because it was the, it was her. Mm-hmm. It was her she situation. She was, it was her, you know, showing that even though I'm this far up in my walk and right. I'm this far, you guys look at me like this, right. I am still human. This was somebody else's life, mm-hmm. you know, and it'd have been different if, you know, Bishop was saying, you know, I've dealt with, he was being more open and saying, I've dealt with these suicides a lot, so I'm, right. I'm transferring my my experience over to him. How I can but he did her. say that he had been a part just, of the streets and, yeah, and he could relate he, to him on that level. He could relate to but it was so much more to the story. I just felt like I wanted to see him do more with this because Dorinda's situation was so personal. And you could see the tears, you could see the pain. Mm-hmm. You felt that pain and seeing her get through it because she is an evangelist. Mm-hmm. It, it was more leveling for us all. Right. Well, when we met uh, Anthony when he got out of jail, I just knew that was heartwarming. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm not ex-con, but I know some ex-cons. I have mm-hmm. a little brother that's incarcerated, and mm-hmm. when he got out of jail, it's just a warming feeling to have family and somebody that loved you to come get you. Sure. Mm-hmm. So I appreciated that, you know, Pastor Bishop, Bishop now mm-hmm. Langston went down there, picked them up to see a, a warming face, somebody that cares about you, mm-hmm. giving you a ride home to your family. That that was all good, and then he gave him the pep talk, the man talk on the way home. Right. So right. I enjoyed that a lot. Uh, so it opened it opened me up to love. Uh, Bishop Langston a little bit more. Remember, he was opening up with his mom. Right. So a little bit more that he's connected to the streets mm-hmm. first, and hopefully Anthony will listen to mm-hmm. his advice and his mentorship. Hopefully he does, but we'll never see it. But it seemed like he did. I wasn't sure, but it looked like Anthony had a tattoo on his on his cheek. That's that what you're talking about. I don't and know if it was a teardrop or not. It's a teardrop. Oh Jesus! Oh, I don't Jesus. know. Well, I'm not. I'm not sold on Bishop just yet. Well, I mean, I, it, like this is I, I think it's. A, I, mean, I think it's a good sort of show, and we know from you know interviewing. Shout out uh, to our, our friend, our new friend, um, uh, Pastor <laughs> that we Tim. interviewed, uh, Pastor Tim that we interviewed last week. Uh, he great guy, great guy. Um, but we learned from him that a lot of what he's taped on the show hasn't aired. Um, Mm-hmm. And we didn't see him again this particular wow, episode. Really? So, but he said that there's a lot of stuff he taped. There's a lot of stuff he did with his family. There's a lot of things he did with his church. He had a pop-up church out there uh, that they did a lot of things there that they filmed. Um, but we still haven't seen it. We may or may not see it. Uh, he's been very absent 
regarding yeah. the series. Bottom line is, there's probably more things that he has done that yeah. they just haven't yeah, showed us. They choose what they, you know, choose yeah. to show us. Yeah. But I thought it was good, you know, a whole gesture, like you said, when you first started out about, you know, seeing these pastors be servants, mm-hmm. which is what they're called to exactly. be. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Seeing them being yes. servants, seeing them serving the community, serving their uh, their members, um, their needs of their members. And this was a prime example where he was able to use his influence. He was able to go and counsel the family. His wife was able to counsel them. Robert was um, a big help. Huge help. A big huge help. help. Yeah. Robin yeah. is like yeah. the bomb.com. Yeah. Yeah. Like yeah. she is a great No, she's woman. dope. She's yeah. dope. And she yeah. was like all willing where she's like, I got that. You handle the other yeah. stuff. I got that. That's my level yeah. of expertise. Yeah. So, I mean, I think it was good that, you know, she did that. So, I mean, we'll, you know, who knows? We'll see more of that, what they'll show us, you know, what have you. But I think it's a good start. You know, and I don't have any issue with, you know, obviously Anthony would have had to allow the television show to show that part of his life. Right. So he obviously allowed it for one way or another. And it could have been to show, you know, help other people because that is something that does happen. And it can help other people. And when I say other people, I'm saying other pastors, other uh, other parents. They should know that it's a it's a heartwarming thing to go Mm -hmm. pick up your child or your uncle. I'm not sure even if they had a car to go pick him up. So maybe that was a big help as well. Sure. Yeah. So sometimes, you know, the inner city youth, they just need so much support. Right. You know, it takes a village, as they say. It Mm -hmm. really does, especially when you have a teen or a young adult uh, incarcerated. When they come home, they need something to come home to. Right. That's you made a valid point. Inner city teens, but not just inner city teens, millennials need this guidance. Mm -hmm. That is what our, our community is missing. That's what our, our age group is missing. Faith, the church. Where is the church and the Hold guidance of us? You're right. right. You're you know, right. Th- we're out here and you see so many artists get, you know, a lot of people that are in the, in the lights get straight away. We need these pastors and that's mm-hmm. why I said the scene, the ministry, a part mm-hmm. of this is, is so much more powerful. The most right. powerful part of this entire show is what I like seeing the most because we need the faith community to help build us up. Sure. Yeah, we, Absolutely. And no, I totally agree. And, should, and send a shout out to those that's incarcerated. Absolutely. Send, send a shout out to them and we're praying for you. Brother. you Absolutely. Brother, sisters, we're praying for you guys. Yeah, absolutely. Stay strong. Let's get into uh, Pastor Bullock and uh, Bishop Corletta Vaughn. Okay. Don't be coming for Bishop. <laughs> don't, 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 don't come a Bishop. Man. Bishop is my home girl. Let me tell you something. I so, obviously, we knew that, I mean, because they kind of left us on a cliffhanger last episode. I love it. We knew that this was going to, to happen. We knew that they were going to get into, basically, what happened and the, uh, you know, the Pastor Bullock's version, you know, versus Bishop Vaughn's version. Pastor Bullock, he got to say his version in the last episode. This was a chance for Bishop Vaughn to kind of have a rebuttal. It was interesting and and I find it interesting how these pastors, they kind of come together and kind of hash things out together. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, they're not, a lot of them aren't affiliated. They're not like the same denomination um, Mm -hmm. and things of that Mm -hmm. nature. They're obviously on the show together and that's kind of what's bringing them together. So I just think, just, you know, making a point that it's interesting that they kind of come together and and kind of mediate each other, really. You know, Uh, so in this case... That's the only way the show is going to get them to address the issue. Yeah, uh, yeah, (laughs) Maybe, yeah, let's be know. real. I don't know, but I don't know. I, I think it's interesting, nonetheless. I like the conflict, nonetheless. Between the two. Yeah. yeah, you like the conflict. I, I like the conflict between the two because they're both one of my favorites. Mm-hmm. So I want to see who's right and who's wrong, kind of. You know, but here, seeing the, seeing Bullock in this light. And knowing that you're in love with Coraletta, I know you love with her. Bullock <laughs> called last week and, and went to town yeah. on Bishop. And, 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 and I love her too, but I want to hear everybody's points. And like we spoke earlier, maybe mm-hmm. Bishop, uh, uh, Pastor Bullock left early. Maybe he left too early. And, he definitely left And once early. again, like she said, she said, well, even after all said and done, is this somebody we want to represent? 
Well, that's what they all were saying. They said yeah, they were right, saying, yeah. you know, you're not very likable right now. So is this something that we really dismissed that our, word likable? We, we, we want to put our necks on the line for right. you. Yeah. But like I said, I, I think they had a valid point because when Pastor called in last mm-hmm. week to the show, Pastor, he was, he was nothing, taking shots. He oh, held yeah. nothing what? back. Oh, absolutely, yes. absolutely. He held, held nothing he, back. He basically, what same thing he said on the show about. Bishop Vaughn being a liar, he said it again. Oh, he no. said she lied to me. He stuck with his story. Nothing had deviated. And I thought it was interesting when um Bishop Vaughn kind of gave her point of view before, of course, I, I, you I know, like, he like. got there. And how, you know, they were talking about, is this someone we want to represent mm-hmm. us in the community? Yeah. And of course, you know, we know Bullock and he he hasn't wavered. That's one thing is he has he's been the same person since we've seen him at the beginning of the show till now. Yeah. He's been the same. Um he is a bulldog in a sense, you know. Yeah. Some people call him a bully. Uh, they, he's very, uh, you know, aggressive uh, in his, you know, antics and things of that nature. But the bottom line is, I think that's good. My opinion, I think it's good for a leader um, that's trying to work with the system um, to be that way. Do you understand what I'm saying? Um, just because you have to kind of, you know, you got to kind of push the agenda. You got to kind of push get, things you gotta forward. Get stuff done. So, but. Um, I think we got someone on the line that can kind of shed some light on it. Oh, really? Um, My love. Uh, Bishop oh, really? Corletta Vaughn, are you with us, ma'am? I am indeed. Good evening, everybody. <laughs> hey, Bishop. Hey, blessings go out to you. How are you doing, ma'am? How are you doing? I'm good, darling. How are you doing? Oh, man, Bishop, we're, we're, we're doing great. Um, we're just excited that you're joining here on the after show. Of course, we did the one-on-one interview with us uh, some time ago. Now you're here on the show, and you called in at a perfect time right. uh, because we're actually in the heat of discussing um, what went on between you and your best friend, <laughs> um, Pastor David Bullock. So, um, <laughs> of course, you know, you saw the show, and in the show, uh, there was some back and forth, and we actually had Pastor uh, Pastor Book on the show last week, he called in and he was very adamant about uh, what he said on the show, you know, about him saying that you basically lied to him, um, Bishop, and he wasn't coming away with that. Now, he just felt hard- like that's that's where he was going. That's what his story he was sticking with. Please tell us uh, your side of the story. I know you talked about it uh, on the show, but tell us your side of the story in that situation. Can you please break it down for us? Well, Bishop Carletta Vaughn does not lie. Okay, okay. man. Okay, and, I man. That, and I thought that was a harsh word as well. I'm sorry. Yeah, I, I, um, I you know, I'm just kind of amazed that, that, that that's a word that he chose. Mm-hmm. But, you know, um, it's a part of his personality to be accusatory and small. Mm-hmm. And, uh, but, you know, the, the, um, the television has, I was stunned when I saw the um, the edited version myself mm-hmm. because I happened to know what happened. Right. And uh, first of all, the the meeting was not about David Bullock. Right. The, me- the meeting was uh, engaged to talk to about 600 residents of the city of Detroit mm-hmm. about a three point five billion dollar uh, investment that is being made from an out of the country investor. Mm-hmm. And, and uh, I invited Pastor Bullock to come because number one, I wanted him to meet the investor. And I thought that he would be great in helping me with uh, being able to know how to navigate this type of large community investment. Mm-hmm. And so in return, you know, he said, well, 
if everyone is going to be there, then, um, you know, I, I want a seat on the city council. I said, well, you know, I'll, I'll introduce you. Mm-hmm. So what, what really happened was in the beginning of the meeting, we scheduled a VIP time for all of the political leaders to be before the actual crowd gathered and before the program started. Mm-hmm. And uh, Pastor, um, Pastor Bullock was there and some others were there. And everybody was there except Brenda Jones. Okay. So she had come late, and, is that correct? Yeah, Brenda Jones, um, I think our, our VIP segment was going to be about 45 minutes, mm-hmm. and we were going to butt it right up against the actual program. Okay. Well, uh, Brenda got there five minutes before the program began. And when she got there, she was um, disheveled from a long day of work, mm-hmm. and well, you know, she was just not prepared to meet with anybody. She made a dash to the bathroom, mm-hmm. and by the time she got back in the room, it was just one minute to showtime. Yeah. So it did not afford me the opportunity to do as we, you know, I kind of planned. Mm-hmm. So in the process of the meeting, what I said to Bullock as we went into the meeting, I said, I'm going to have you to introduce the president in the, in the um, meeting and, you know, take your time and talk. Okay. So that she can get to hear you, get to see you. So I had Bishop Langston to uh, open up with prayer. Mm-hmm. And uh, then I turned the program over to David Bullock. So you gave him, Bishop Vaughn, you gave him the program at that point, And he was supposed to introduce the president. And basically that was going to be a way for the president to then kind of see what he's about, kind of see a little bit of his agenda and kind of do what you had wanted to do with introducing him. Is that correct? Absolutely. Okay. And, uh, and at that point, um, there, were, there wasn't a program. I put him there. I gave him the mic, gave him an open forum mm-hmm. with the idea that um, at the end of the show that I would uh, be able to put them together. Mm-hmm. And that would give me um, a context to then say to her one-on-one. Okay. Um, I want you to, you know, have a minute with us because I really want you to know this is going to be my choice for your seat that's available. Okay. Well, um, the after he did, he did a phenomenal job. He mm-hmm. did, you know, he did a phenomenal job, and that was that was the only way I could do it at that point. Mm-hmm. Little did I know, after the meeting was over, because the meeting was not about David Bullock. Right. The meeting was about. Uh, Ferdinand Palosuelo and 600 community leaders and residents that were there to hear about this investment. Okay. When I turned it, when the meeting was over, Brenda was hungry. So she, um, we all lingered around and Mr. Mm-hmm. Palosuelo, we all had a wonderful afterglow. Mm-hmm. When I went to look for David, he was gone. Mm-hmm. See, Bishop, <laughs> I knew that passed. Yeah. So I, I, it looked like, and, and correct me if I'm wrong, but it looked like when I watched that uh, last week, it looked like um, that Brenda Jones had left early uh, after she was done speaking, which then prompted David Bullock to say, okay, well, I'm not going to get a chance to talk to her. I'm going to leave, too. And that's when he was irate. And when we see him, you know, calling you, you know, basically preachers be lying or however he said it. And he was upset and kind of, you know, kind of left out. Was that the case? But she was still there, you're saying, correct? So he still would have had the opportunity to meet her afterwards. Brenda Jones stayed until the end and Mm. then she and her chief of staff 
and other uh, leaders stayed afterwards because I actually had it catered. Mm. And then the Jones did not leave until probably an hour after the meeting was over. Wow. So, 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 and I, and I don't know when, and I don't know when David left because the meeting was full, full on with, um, like I said, you know, people that were there, the, right. um, the um, uh, investor gave a presentation that was probably about 40 mm-hmm. minutes long, and then right. there were questions from the community and right. questions from the meat outlet. We kept hearing noise on the outside. As a matter of fact, my husband went out to try to see what was going on, uh-huh. and he said, oh, uh, Pastor Bullock was doing an interview. I said, oh, okay. But never in a million years did I know that Pastor Bullock had left the building. Uh-huh. I never knew it. Hmm. He was premature in, on his, in his anger. He's a hothead, and you know, guys like that, you don't you don't know how to treat them. You want to treat them with kit gloves. And we saw this episode that when you guys had it out at the, at the dinner table, and you said your piece. And this is Patrick Paul speaking. I'm sorry to introduce and then introduce myself, but uh, I really love what you said. You tell him. You told him straight up. I wasn't lying. I'll, and you didn't appreciate that he was calling you like as a viewer I didn't appreciate that I didn't appreciate and, him coming from my at, bishop at all <laughs> at all I didn't appreciate that and, and hearing the stories from even hearing the stories as a viewer I still saw that your story stood strong he prematurely left the building and you can't fault you for him leaving the building and we're in Hollywood sometimes when you introduce folks some the timing has to be per- correct and it seemed like the timing was off at that point that's all when when President Jones came in, mm-hmm. she was late. I mm-hmm. mean, very late. We right. were we were we 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 just didn't have a moment. And I took her in a room that was mm-hmm. now originally when we began the VIP. Mm-hmm. There was probably two three people. Mm-hmm. If you're going to sit down and introduce someone as I had planned, right. you can't with a room full of people. Right. Right. And you can't do it with her coming through the door on on the fly. And that's right. what we saw. She was, she was running late, you mm-hmm. know. And when I leaned over and talked with her as the show, you know, show, he was standing there with me. I said, come on, David. Mm-hmm. Come on, Brenda. We went into a room. She went to the bathroom. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. So when she came back to the hospitality room, mm-hmm. it was two minutes to the meeting. Right. I took her, gave her a, a brief, you know, introduced a few people, mm-hmm. but not the kind of, it wasn't that she didn't know David Bullock. Mm-hmm. Everybody said he knew David. Right. That wasn't what he needed. Right. What he needed me to say, this is the person that I think would be best, right. and then to allow him to engage in right. a conversation. You can't do that in two minutes. Right. Mm-hmm. Bishop? You can't, you can't <laughs> do that with a woman who has just been at work for 14 hours. Right, you just right. can't do it. Exactly. And you have 600 plus people that are waiting mm-hmm. now for you, the host, to come out and start the meeting. Mm-hmm. So it wasn't the right moment. But what I said to him, going into the church, David, I'm mm-hmm. going to give you the mic. Mm-hmm. Now, if he was enraged, then he could have said something then. Right. He took Mike and took about 10, 15 minutes to talk. I didn't, mm-hmm. I didn't give him a format or anything. Right. I wanted to set it up so that when the meeting was over, then you could go ahead I and bring them together. With him mm-hmm. and the president. Mm-hmm. Okay. I resent the fact that this young boy <laughs> is calling me. Come on, Bishop. Preach. 
I reject the fact that she is inappropriate yes. uh-huh. and disrespectful yes. of a woman that is, number one, old enough to be his mother. Mm-hmm. Second of all, I find it very disgusting mm-hmm. that that even if he felt something was wrong, mm-hmm. that he could not say to me, mm-hmm. you know what, I don't know what happened, but tell me what was on your mind. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's yeah. going out and and posing a secondary meeting in front of a meeting that wasn't about David Bullock. Right, right. This meeting was not about David Bullock. Mm-hmm. This, and what it has done is caused, you know, the community was extraordinarily happy mm-hmm. to finally to meet this investor right. who's bringing jobs, right. who's bringing an economy push, push. Mm-hmm. who's bringing a, 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 a turnaround mm-hmm. in, a, in the lowest economic community tax base in the city of Detroit. Mm-hmm. So why are you trying to upstage something of this magnitude with your drama? Right. Not that I said it. Because right. I never knew it was going on. Right. When I looked for Bullock at the end of the meeting, after I got the president something to eat, mm-hmm. I sent you know, my staff, I said, fine, Pastor Bullock. Mm-hmm. This was a perfect moment. Right. He had left the building. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, so did I, you know, did oh. he did he miss the opportunity to have you guys back him? What what even though that took place and, and you saw his reaction and we're hearing your reaction, did do you still feel that he's the right man for this type of job? No, and he didn't get the seat. Mm. There it is. Come on. Oh, uh, so when it came down now, to the vote now, again. now, how about this? How about this? He did not get the seat, mm. and about forty eight hours, he made the top ten selection. About 48 hours before uh, the selection was supposed to have been made, because this was not going to be an election. Mm-hmm. This was going to be appointment. Hmm. And so the, 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 the council was to make an appointment. It was not going to be the, the voters. Mm-hmm. Well, then what comes out, he didn't get the seat because, A, they found out that he owed tickets. And he had not paid. Uh-huh. Number two, it found out that out of so many elections, he had <laughs> so never deep. voted. And number three, that he was suspect in terms of his residency. Wow. So oh. it was this what? is the reason he didn't get the seat. Oh, this oh, Jeff, you're not here giving the tea tonight. <laughs> well, there was other reasons why he didn't get the seat. And that's 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 welcome to welcome to know. Bishop Vaughn, I I do appreciate you. Setting the record straight. Yes, because we do. A- according to what, you know, his account was last week and according to what we saw, of course, you know, editing and you and you've been on the show a number of uh, of episodes now and see how it kind of works. They edit a lot of the stuff that kind of puts the, you know, A and B together. So, you know, they want to mm-hmm. solidify the drama and they want to have that for the viewers. So I do appreciate you, you know, setting the record straight, letting us know, um, you know, what really happened. Um, it's unfortunate that that happened in that mm-hmm. way. And I it's interesting that he actually I thought his opportunity was lost, but he had the opportunity and he was the one that blew it. That's what it sounds mm-hmm. like. Yeah. Bottom line. He, he blew Absolutely. his opportunity. More ways than one. If he had just waited, mm-hmm. I had already set him up. I gave him the mic. Right. Right. To be a visible at this moment. The president is sitting there. The mm-hmm. president mm-hmm. of the city council, the mm-hmm. mayor of the city of Detroit, mm-hmm. State representatives were present. Media outlets were present. Mm-hmm. It wasn't about him. Mm. 
Okay. It was about a major move in our city. Right. And and to show that he really didn't care about the city, he turned the whole meeting into something about him. Right. Right. Which and had, I was appalled mm-hmm. when I saw the show this Friday. Right. Yeah. And I was appalled that he actually has been all over social media mm-hmm. calling me a liar. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, well, you know what? And about that, when that meeting with you, you all and Bishop Ellis and Bishop Langston, I love that you didn't concede. Yeah, I'm sick of everybody on the show conceding to Bullock. And mm-hmm. I told that to Pastor Tim when we interviewed him earlier. Like, why does everybody concede to him? Whether he's a, a politician or not, and has a gift of gab. If you don't go for him, he never shuts up. Mm-hmm. He never. He he is never satisfied. Mm-hmm. Um, and what I'm finding out about him. Is that if it doesn't go his way, mm-hmm. yeah. if, if he doesn't orchestrate it, control it, mm-hmm. if it doesn't go his way, if it's not about him, mm-hmm. then he has something to say. And it just continues to stir up controversy, which mm-hmm. I think is what he really is working on because that gives him an edge to stay in the media. He did did not get to see. Mm -hmm. It had nothing to do with that meeting. I did instead, even though he wasn't there. Mm -hmm. And I didn't know he had left. I still (laughs) spoke with the president about him. About him. I said, do you remember the young man that opened up the session? She said, yes, yes, Mm -hmm. I know Pastor Bush. Mm -hmm. I said, well, you know, I really think that he wants that seat. I think that he would be good for it. And he would be my recommendation. I did exactly what I promised. Right, right, right. We know, Bishop. We know. <laughs> Without even seeing that in the episode, we know you were a woman right, of your right. word. Yeah. Well, I would have never done it. Yeah. I'm not a liar, man. Right. That's one thing you can now. You know, they can say a lot of things about me, mm-hmm. but you can't find two people in the universe yeah. that <laughs> say I'm a liar. Yeah, and you still went too far calling you a liar, even even if you didn't mention that at all timing was off we you have to understand that when people are doing different things timing might be off you might couldn't have done it at that right. moment right. to go all out and call you out your name mm-hmm. and call you all this stuff and and, and bishop's not lying he yeah. shouldn't do that he's just amazing he shouldn't have did that i yeah. think he i think he owes you a, a big apology <laughs> we're not gonna get that though yeah. i don't know about that we're not I, I, I just i just couldn't i couldn't believe it and you know mm-hmm. um i live in the city with it Mm-hmm. But until this past Friday, mm-hmm. I still never knew mm-hmm. that he was going to stand on the fact that I was a liar. Mm-hmm. But if you were if you were to talk to Brenda Jones, Brenda Jones would tell you that I did exactly what I promised. He'll hear it. Yeah. He'll hear it. And he'll know it. And I, I, I'm sure he'll rebuke himself and he'll come to you and bow down and give you the apology I, I that you need. I don't know. We're not going to get that. Let's not that. even like I don't know put a facade. Pastor's not going to apologize. Yeah. But Bishop is still great. Yeah. I love Bishop. Bishop, I just want to thank you again for just calling in and setting the record straight for us. Um, and <laughs> always a pleasure um, yes. talking with you and uh, spending time with you. Uh, tell the viewers where they can find you on social media so they can follow you. Well, you can, you know, find me at uh, Facebook. That's uh, Corletta J. Vaughn. Mm-hmm. You can find me at Twitter. That's Bishop C. Vaughn, as well as Instagram, Bishop C. Vaughn. Okay. And uh, 
You can also go to my website at CorlettaJVon.com. All right. All right. Well, there it is. Again, Bishop, thank you so much. We appreciate it. And uh, hopefully we can get you back on the show before the uh, the season's over there so you can give some more well, truth. We've got, we got about two more episodes. Guys, okay. you know I love y'all to pieces. Oh, okay. yeah. thank, thank you. We love you, too. To check the record straight and tell the real truth. And you, did, and you did Definitely just did. that. We love you, you did so much. Tonight, thank you. Bishop. Thank you. <laughs> Absolutely. Thank you so much, Bishop. <laughs> we'll talk to you later. All right, so I love Bishop. You yeah. guys know that. She, she, she but she you knew out. that going in. Well, we knew yeah, that before we yeah. even get well, this call. Bishop came on the show yeah. and spilled all yeah, the beans. Yeah. Well, <laughs> he came for her last week. He did. He came for her heart, and he came for a lot of other people. But he did. Her, he, he specifically said. He specifically I, said she was a liar. I, bottom um, Ooh, didn't that make you feel some type yeah. of way when he said? I mean, it, 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 it made me feel some type of way. And I said to him on the last show, I said, "Well, how do you feel about right. people saying that you misinterpret the word?" Exactly. <laughs> and then he had something to say about that. But mm. bottom line is, I'm glad she she did say what she said she because said, yeah. there was a lot of stuff I didn't see with that. I thought that you know uh, the president had left, and that's why he left, and he was upset. Bottom line is, he missed yeah. an opportunity. He still had I, the opportunity. We were but all assuming I what felt happened, like you, but like you said, yeah. the, the A and the B's yeah. wasn't connected until exactly. now. Exactly. But I still felt like you felt. I didn't. Never saw an opportunity yeah. for her to introduce him at the mm-hmm. in the, in the, in the editing. Yeah, right. You never saw it, so I didn't feel like she lied. Like mm-hmm. I thought to myself too, like maybe she talked to Brenda afterwards right. anyway. Like right. later on, like hey, mm-hmm. we didn't you didn't get a chance to like formally meet him, but exactly. this is so important. Now, I we I know Bishop, but you know when Bishop's he, great. When somebody doesn't do something for you, when you come after them like that, it makes them think like I'm glad I didn't do nothing for you. <laughs> Especially when they find out they're wrong. It's like but he I did, did but you're saying I didn't. You know what? He I, didn't even give her a chance to explain right? before he started calling right. her a liar. Yeah, yeah. But yeah like, he left but, on the but like I asked, like I asked Bishop, I asked her, you know, mm-hmm. did you guys still back him? And she was mm-hmm. like, no. no. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think any of them in the room, right? right. none of the bishops, I mean, after, were going to back him. After being, you know, accused yeah. and, and talked about and all, all that, I mean, yeah. he was behind, he was almost like gossip, like a gossip Gabby, just gossip. Well, he, like she back. said, if if it's not going his way, he's going to have someone going away. The, the best thing that she said about that is that the meeting was not about Pastor Bullock at all. This at was all. about something totally different. Yeah. Six hundred people were him. there yeah. about the investment, so he turned it into him, and yeah. that was his demise. So. But I like, and, uh, I like yeah. him. And the tickets. I, yeah, I yeah, like him. That's funny. That's he, funny. Let's move on. I want to real quick before we end, I really want to get into uh, <laughs> your favorite people. Oh, uh, Kira and Nikki and the Shelby Five. Um, so this Actually, was I want to hear what you have to say. Yeah, well, this was pivotal for me because we've been flirting. You had the news uh, a few weeks ago about Courtney uh, and about what was happening, about her being pregnant. The and truth. I was wondering if and she did something mention. like that was going to come up in in the show. And yeah. so we see uh, Kira and Nikki have gone out with the Shelby Five. They're bowling. Um, they're kind of just fellowshipping and, you know, they're PKs. Mm-hmm. Uh, so they're all blending time together. Uh, we see um, Kira's uh, brother. Um, we haven't seen yet um, Pastor Ellis's yeah. uh, son, and so, and then we see Nikki, who we don't. I, I'm assuming it's her husband. They didn't no, give no, a name. No, that's her brother. Is that her brother? Because they didn't give a name at all. So, that's Nikki's brother. Okay, that's Nikki's brother. Okay, so uh, brothers was there, but the bottom line is they started talking uh, to the Shelby Five about this whole situation. Nikki was more or less talking about relationships, you know, relationships yeah. and getting to that, and they were just adding about like no. The person has to be saved. I'm not talking to nobody. I don't want that distraction. I'm in church almost every day of the week. But, uh, <laughs> but I seen the lead in. So we all saw the lead in, and we yeah. are. I'm not going to say who confirmed it. Mm-hmm. We already had the confirmation that the story about Courtney was true. Mm-hmm. But I feel like you sometimes 
have more feelings for them because you are a PK. Whereas I'm not a PK, so I kind of just see it on the outside. So I feel like sometimes you defend them. I, 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 I you no, do, I you do, you do. Okay, those kids are so brainwashed. <laughs> Let me tell you, it's crazy. Let me tell you something. I, I, I can understand where they come from to a degree because yes, I am a PK. I understand what it is growing up uh, as a preacher's kid, kind of being under a different you know, realm than other people being judged. I mean, all of that. And I understand being under like a microscope, which is what you are when you're preacher's kid, especially if your dad is the pastor. Mm -hmm. So I can relate to that as far as the brainwashing. And as far as a lot of the things, no, I don't agree with that portion of it. I think that they, uh, you know, I think that they're so into what their dad is telling them that they feel like they don't have a life of their own, almost like their personality is stripped. And that's where I think, I think one thing about our family is we were able to keep our personalities. We didn't get that whole brainwashing like robots and all this kind of stuff. We all had individual personalities. Our parents let us thrive in our personalities. I think with them, it, it seemed like the personalities kind of lost a little bit and they kind of like are on one note. And you saw that with their music video. So <laughs> <laughs> oxygen definitely gave a music video that was so awkward. But okay. I just feel like, I just feel like Don Shelby has four wives. Mm-hmm. When they said, you know, the part about holding him up and right. I understand supporting right. him but the reason why I love Kiera so much mm-hmm. is because Kiera is her own woman sure it's she just, supports she her dad has her and she has she's, and she's a part of the ministry but sure. she's not a leader she said this is this is not my dream right to build a church was right. not my dream I want to live my dream right they have yet to stay they're like, oh, you don't want to just help your dad's sister, right. your dad's. Right. Yeah, she's there. She's a part yeah. of the ministries, but she's not leading because mm-hmm. this is not her dream. Is she still representing her father mm-hmm. at all times? Yes. But they're like, she said, Bible study this night, choir right. study. Then we right. have a meeting about yeah. Sunday. Right. And they're yeah. like, this is, we're, we're, I don't feel bad. Where is you? Mm-hmm. Where is your voice? Where's Where your personality? Right. And because I, I said this about the Shelby Five before, mm-hmm. they have the opportunity, especially with the Courtney situation about her getting pregnant, mm-hmm. pregnant and everything. Alleged minister, and mm-hmm. they're alleged. Um, <laughs> they have the opportunity to minister in a way mm-hmm. that can be crazy. They're young, they're talented, they have stories, but they do not stand on the platform that God is giving them. They well, have they, it. Well, what they do is they stand they, on their they, father's platform. It looked well, like. Okay, so being in that situation, they are so stuck in the fact that they have to be a certain way. That's yeah, the bottom line. Persona, they have yeah. to be a certain way. They have to look a certain way. They have to act a certain way because that's what their father and their mother have instilled into them. And especially the girls, they still I think the more house. so. It's that's what I'm saying. Especially the girls more so because I think the guys um, have it a little. There bit is nothing alleged about the Shelby Five. You're gonna stop okay. saying that. Right. It's true. I think the guys have a little bit easier, but the girls for sure. I mean, you look at going back to, and I think that he's a great father to his girls yes. like I don't uh, deny yeah. him being a great father but I think because of how they feel and how they've been reared as girls or as young women that they don't they lose themselves they in what's going on they lose their individuality and so and that's where I think the problem ensues which is why going to whenever you do that and whenever you're kind of uh, suppressed in a sense then you start to do things that you know you're not supposed to do and then you go way off on the other end yeah. and so with Courtney it's um, you know and we see I don't want to get into predictions well we're going to get to it in a second but um, with with Kerr and she talked about in, in the next episode yeah. that she fell from grace she she had sexual relations like I but, said so, it, it, it looks like there's a, a line drawn in the sand between mm-hmm. uh, Kiara and Nikki mm-hmm. and the Shelby Five girls well yeah of oh, course yeah. because they have what well, we saw when they were talking but it looks like Courtney might be crossing over. She just don't want to everybody else in the Shelby. Five That's my know. thing. This is my thing with them. 
They're trying to sweep stuff under the rug when this is an opportunity to minister. This right. is an opportunity to help somebody else. Stop trying to hide it because you're trying That's to live in to the say, light. Gary. That's easy to say. But, but this is a- your job. This is oh, your no, job. It's not a job. This- Just because you're a preacher's kid don't make that No, not job. a PK, but this was Shelby's chance to do this. And now, like I said, they just have an opportunity to be on a platform. Hard, mm-hmm. And I understand they may not have stepped into it. I understand that it's hard, but yeah. they tried to sweep the whole thing with her fornication under the rug when it was an opportunity to minister. And mm-hmm. like I said, the Shelby Five, I want if they are to step into their own personalities and use their music mm-hmm. and use their own ministry, their own, not their fathers, mm-hmm. their own. They're gonna save so many lives. They're gonna have so much more influence and so much more impact on people our age. It'll come. It'll but come. the it's thing is, come. the thing It'll is, with that though, they have to be the freedom to do that. If yeah. they don't have the freedom to do that, then it's not going to happen. Well, and that's the bottom line. Because at the, at the end of the day, they're under their father's jurisdiction. He's their pastor, and it sounds gotta, like you got to do what he says. I mean, he's there. You know what I'm saying? Point. So I'm just saying. I'm 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 just saying that's what it would take if the father gave them the permission. Like in the father, Courtney, that father yeah, already gave them permission. I, I know. That our I, real father is the one who's already given them I, the gifts, and it's already calling on them. Karen, you can tell I them know. Calling them. We I agree with you. I'm, I'm just, just telling you their situation. They're they're looking, I'm sure, for their father, their natural father, biological father's approval to do so. If he was to forbid it, please believe that it's going to be on hush, and that's probably what the and situation it needs is. To be now. forbidden, yeah. Shoot, that's what I'm saying. I don't. Nikki and her husband. That's fine. No, no, that's no. Fine. Mm-hmm. I think fine for you. But if I was the father of all those I kids, I, I like what the Shelby Five believes. I, I like don't. That. I'm not talking they're about finding somebody saved. I'm talking about the fact that they have not stepped away mm-hmm. from his ministry. That they're not stepping into their own ministry. Well, when it when it's time, is my, my I don't think it's ever going to be a time because I feel like you know well, his 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 he stepped his, out. Yeah. So it's, it's <laughs> weird. His dad did not really like we're God not Shelby. Shelby we're not talking about me. We're talking about the Shelby vibe. We're talking but, about how God <laughs> Shelby is rearing them. Right. He's an amazing father. Don't get me yeah. wrong. Yeah. But. I feel like they have the opportunity to be so much greater because of what. And, but if they never step off his platform, well, that's, they're holding that's what him it's up. Take. They're, being, they're holding him up like they said. You know, they're never going to. Well, step the lead in for next calling. week looks like Again, she's given. She's, I'll, she's, I'll put it this way. I'll put it this way. What's going to happen is I think that them watching this show, I think, is doing a great deal for them. Okay. Just like with Bishop Vaughn talking about how she watched the show, yeah. she saw some things. I'm, I can guarantee them watching the show, they can see themselves, see how they're acting, too. and kind of see that. So hopefully that's it. taking place, and we'll it. see going forward. But let's I now let's let's get into predictions. Let's do predictions right now. Okay. Knock this out. And now you're after Buzz TV predictions. All right. So we kind of talked a little bit about. Courtney and the situation happening next week, but we'll start with Gary since you want to be on fire today. Uh, <laughs> fireball. Uh, going forward into next episode, what do you think is going to take place? We got two more, as uh, Bishop Vaughn said, we got two more episodes for this season. Um, I'm just excited. I mean, I'm just not a really prediction. I'm just excited that the story is going to come out. You know mm-hmm. about her because she she kind of mentioned in this episode. She's mm-hmm. like, I've made mistakes. Mm-hmm. Um, is really trying to just own up to it and just mm-hmm. tell the story. People people make mistakes and mm-hmm. it's okay that she'll she's going to really help other people. And I think you know that's the whole thing with Shelby Five. They have an opportunity to help people, and mm-hmm. and I'm really excited to see her just talk to her sister and be mm-hmm. open, have that open communication because it's going to. Be back good. So, like I said, it ain't alleged. It's confirmed. <laughs> and, until I find out it's alleged. Um, like I said, someone confirmed it for us, and I'm just not going to tell who confirmed the okay. story. Well, thank you. Well, then that's gossip. If you can't confirm it, ain't gossip. 
We'll, okay. we'll see. Well, we'll, Patrick we'll needs uh, the I need confirmation. I'll show Patrick, Patrick <laughs> off air who confirmed. Right. Okay, all right. We'll find. Well, I saw the tears from the lead-in, so uh-huh. whatever is, is heavy on her heart. For my prediction, uh-huh. I, I, you know, I want to see more of uh, Pastor Ellis. You know, uh, we were speaking about it earlier. You know, mm-hmm. he, he seems like the father figure for all yeah. the pastors, mm-hmm. to be honest mm-hmm. with you. Sure. And, and, and I like that. I actually mm-hmm. like that. At first, I was looking for him more. I was like, yeah, this guy's boring. Mm-hmm. But seeing this episode, how everybody kind of gravitates to him and mm-hmm. he, he has a sound mind, mm-hmm. I like that. So I, I'm thinking, what's going to happen? Mm-hmm. I, you know, Bullock is, he's an antagonist. Right. Ellis and Bullis may, I mean, Bullock may have it out. Really? I don't okay. think, may, I don't think have it out. Gonna go Because no, somebody yeah. got to put Bullock in his place and he's not listening to anyone. Mm-hmm. Bishop except, did not concede. Yeah, I like except, that. Except, except uh, Bishop, Bishop. Mm-hmm. Ellis. Ellis. Okay, interesting. I I'm, I I think uh, I do agree with you on Bishop Ellis kind of being the father figure for all of the pastors in the show. Uh, they all do kind of seem to look f- to him. Um, as far as Bullock, I don't think anybody's taming Bullock. I think Bullock is going to be Bullock like till next season. Show. You know what I'm saying? Like I think that's just who he is. He's not going to back down. We saw like Bishop Vaughn gave us what happened. He didn't mention none of that when we talked to him last week. Yeah. He just said that she lied. And that was it. So he was sticking to that story. So I think he's just going to do his thing, do what he has to do, you know what I'm saying, and be him and continue to be him. That's in the story. That's your prediction? No, I'm just saying, oh, yeah. Okay. No, I mean, yeah, sure. Speaking, I mean, if you want to call it that. But Speaking of that, I, I'm, I'm curious if Bullock is really doing a lot of this because he wants. He's doing a lot of PR. He, he's, doing he, a, he's doing a lot. Well, he's doing a lot of PR. So, I mean, you need, it's, it's always one. We mm-hmm. watched plenty of reality shows and we know there's always one that wants their own show. Well, I mean, I don't know that he wants his own show. I, I, think, wants something I don't think he, he wants his own show. He mentioned to us that they wanted him for that show because of his of personality course. and what have you, because he is very abrasive. Did you think he was not going to go into the audition without... Yeah, I mean, but I'm saying... Is. But I, the one thing I do appreciate about him is that he is who he is. He's like going to stick by him, his yeah. story no matter what. He's I just like, going to be okay, him, yeah. and that's it. So I, I respect that. I'm not saying yeah. I agree with everything he does and says, yeah. but I respect that. But anyway... That's our show, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, you have tuned in to the Prisoner of Detroit. I'm so excited. We got two more episodes left. Make sure you tune in. That's Make true. sure you comment um, on our YouTube page uh, when you see the episode and let us know what you think about the stuff that we've talked about. Um, again, my name is Lem Gonzalez, and you can find me on social media at the Poet Saint, and that's on Twitter and Instagram. Patrick Paul, where can they find hey, you, sir? Patrick Paul, Instagram, Patrick Paul, P A T R I C, no K. Twitter, Patrick Paul, Paul. <laughs> I, of course, I am Gary Thomas on Instagram and Twitter, and I am GaryThomas.com. All right. Again, thank you for tuning in. We'll see you next week. Check my From executive TV. producers Maria Menunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the host only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principal.